Hello, Sebastian Lacido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. It says, This punishment, which was inflicted by the majority, is sufficient for such a man, so that on the contrary, you ought rather to forgive and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one would be swallowed up with too much sorrow. Therefore, I urge you to reaffirm your love for him or to him. For to this end, I also wrote that I might put you to the test, whether you would be obedient in all things. Now, whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sake in the presence of Christ, lest Satan should get, take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen. To really understand this story, this man uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 uh, had slept with his stepmother and uh, Paul wrote a scathing account to them uh, that why are you puffed up with this? Why are you being so flippant about it? Why are you allowing it? You know, and so what he did was he asked the church to cast him out of the church, but he also turned him over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. So by the time we get to 2 Corinthians here, there are actually four letters to Corinthians, two made it to the Bible. We see that the man repented and now Paul is asking them to forgive and to restore him to the church. And if you, if you look at it, uh, verse 6 says, This punishment which was inflicted by the majority is sufficient. In other words, everyone got behind Paul's statement and scathing rebuke of him. So now, but at the end, we see a couple of things. We see, least Satan should get an advantage of us or take advantage of us. For We're not ignorant of his devices. And so... When you look at this, Satan gets, how does Satan get an advantage of us? If we don't forgive, if we walk in unforgiveness, if we don't forgive someone who does something wrong to us, remember, someone has to do something wrong to us. They have to hurt us. They have to, uh, they have to cause us shame. They have to, you know, do something that requires forgiveness for us to forgive them, right? And so it's not that they're wrong and we're right. It's just God wants us to forgive. He wants us to walk in forgiveness. Jesus gave us the best example, praying for his executioner. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. The second thing it says here is that unforgiveness is, the, is a device of Satan. So Satan, in his attempt to keep us in unforgiveness, you know, uh, brings an accusation. He can bring an accusation to the throne of God that we're not walking in love, not walking according to his word. It opens a door for him to be able to steal, kill, and destroy in our life because we're not obedient, you know, and it also tests us, you know, for, for forgiving somebody who really, really hurts you and really, really forgiving them is an act of love that is required in scripture. So, but also it hinders our prayer. Unforgiveness hinders our prayer. Two accounts, Mark 11, it says, therefore I say to you, whatsoever things you ask in prayer, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. And then also with the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, it says, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. 
not forgiving, it takes us out of fellowship with God. I mean, it's, we are going to be wronged by the world. We're going to be wronged by people that don't know Jesus. We're going to be wronged by, wronged by even brothers and sisters in Christ. The Bible is very clear to us that we're to walk in perpetual forgiveness. We're to understand the cause and effect of our, of our actions. And we're not forgiving uh, because they turned around or repented toward us or asked forgiveness. We're forgiving because God tells us to forgive as he forgave us. And so we need to understand this. This is probably one of the biggest blocks or hindrances when it comes to answered prayer. And so let's walk in forgiveness. Let's pray for the strength to forgive. Because I know a lot of us have been hurt, a reproach, and been broken by other people, by their words and their actions toward us. But we walk in forgiveness because that's walking in love. Amen. So that's our broadcast for today. Thank you for watching. Please uh, download our free phone app at the Apple App Store, Google App Store. Please either become a free member by giving us your email address and name on our website or the phone app or become a partner with us, join with us in our journey to teach God's word. For $25 a month or more, you can become a partner and join us on our mission to teach the word of God. God bless you. I hope you were inspired and learned something today. Have a great, great day.